Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Happy to welcome you back to the Hurricane Hotline, and we're delighted to have with us now the skipper of the University of Miami baseball team, the hottest team in America right now. They've won 14 in a row, 27-6 and six overall, Eight and two in, con- or rather, uh, thirteen and two in conference play. A come from behind win in a midweek game against FAU, and the University of Miami baseball team ranked second in the country, just playing great baseball. Gino Demari is with us, and uh, Gino, congrats on the way the ball club's playing. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate it. Yeah, we uh, <clears throat> we certainly played well during this stretch, um, kind of playing as a team, you know, and that's what it takes when you're going to win games at the rate we've won. It's going to take a lot of guys, and it's been kind of just a little bit of everybody. The starting pitching uh, has been good at times, and then if not, the bullpen's picked them up. You know, the offense uh, has done its part, certainly uh, picking up the times when we have struggled maybe on the mound or defensively. But, um, you know, I told the players, we're still not playing the game as, as well as I know we can, which is pretty scary considering we've won 14 in a row. But... You know, uh, last night was kind of a example of it. We did not play very well early on. We spotted them two runs, FAU that is, with uh, poor defense and communication and, uh, you know, just didn't play the game as well as I know we can. But at the end of the day, we came out with a W, scoring five runs in the last two innings. So it's the team is playing with a lot of confidence, and they're playing together as a team, and that's the most important thing. Gino, you mentioned the confidence in playing as a team. Uh, when, when a team wins at this rate, it gets a winning streak going, 14 in a row, there becomes, I think, a certain sense of pride about keeping a streak alive or a refusal to lose, or maybe it's just a sense of uh, we can't be beat, whatever it is, whatever that combination of feelings is. Do you sense that with your ball club? Yeah, I think, yeah, no doubt it comes with winning. I mean, there's nothing like winning and learning how to win. There's, and the 14 wins to, that we've had in a row, um, they've all been different. And, and, and you learn as you go along. There's different ways to do them. Look, we've, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we've won our last four games 
where the other team scored first. So we had to come from behind in those games. Now we've won some games where we jumped out early. Uh, we've won some close games late uh, with the bullpen. We've won some close games late with our offense. We've had some blowout games in this. So you've had a little bit of everything. But the one common denominator in it, Joe, is that winning does breed confidence. And that's a big, big part of this whole thing. Hurricanes will be at Virginia Tech this weekend, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series, with it being Easter Sunday. Gino Damari is with us. Canes have won 14 in a row, ranked second in the country. And the other thing that stands out before we talk about the uh, the series win against Virginia and uh, some, of, uh, some of your individual players from, from a big picture, it just looks like your team is playing – you know, hurricane baseball, maybe some of the teams you were on, great joy, a lot of emotion, a lot of fight. Well, yeah, uh, I would agree with that. And I think that comes with, again, winning and, and, and the fact that the kids are having a lot of fun. Um, there's, you know, no sign of panic like last night. You didn't see any of that with the team. They kept fighting till the end, scoring five runs at the end to win the game. Uh Reminds you of the old Canes where, you know, the game's never over, certainly here at the light and having some magic there at the end where we won like we were knocking the cover off the ball, but we had some crazy plays that occurred that, um, you know, allowed us to uh, score some runs late there. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I think the fans certainly are excited. Um, you know, they're getting into it. We've had some great crowds. The fans have been great pulling for us, and that's the old – you know, Mark Light atmosphere, and so uh, I hope it, hopefully it's just something that we can continue throughout the rest of the season. I was going to say, there has to be a little bit of a, a sense of pride with you, maybe from coaching at third base or maybe even out of the dugout when you look over to that, to that crowd. Uh, considering what we've been through the last couple of years with the pandemic and all that stuff, to look up and see the crowd and to see Mark Light come alive the way it has this year, has to be a little bit satisfying. It is. It's a, it's a lot. And the last few years have been uh, difficult with, like you said, the COVID canceling 20. And then last year, not really having a crowd, uh, very, very limited. So it's been three years, you know, it's been since 2019 really. And um, so for, for me and for our players, it's been really exciting, really exciting. Our fans are great. Our atmosphere at our ballpark, as anybody knows that's been here, is a unique atmosphere um, with just so many things that go on that you know that we do here at the park, and um, and the crowds, I think, are excited. They're excited about the team. I think they're probably excited about what's going on with the University of Miami, just basketball. You know, Coach L and of course Coach Meyer with the women's basketball, and of course the men's basketball getting the final eight and football. I guess they got a huge. Um, uh, I guess crowd coming out for Saturday spring game. I heard the other day it was going to be a big number. Everybody's excited about what Mario is doing and, and surrounding himself with good people. And of course our new AD and Radakovich just, I, I, you know, a lot of people are, I think excited about sports and happy that the baseball program is able to contribute and kind of be where we expect to be. And um, again, uh, it's, it's, it's still a long way to go, but you know, right now we're, we're happy with where we're at and, like I said, we got a lot of room for improvement, and I hope that's something we continue to do. Just continue to develop and get better and better as we go along. Halfway point of the ACC season, 13-2 and two, on top of the uh, Coastal Division in a conference where there are four teams ranked inside the top 10. 
Yeah, the ACC is, um, you know, has been deep. I, I, I've always felt that way. But, um, you know, this year you got four in the top ten and, uh, you know, four really good teams. And, of course, there's some other teams outside, like who we're playing this weekend, Virginia Tech, who just went into the rankings. They're a very dangerous team, very dangerous. So, you know, um, the conference has been strong for a long time, but maybe as strong as it's been, especially in the um, – teams up above there like you mentioned the four teams and us in virginia notre dame and uh um forgetting the four louisville louisville so uh you know you could have a chance of the acc hopefully having a number of teams maybe making it to the world series i know we had one year there where there was four of our four teams in there in the world series uh years back i think it was 2006 and uh you know, I mean, I mentioned this the other day on it. There was somebody that, you know, we had 10 teams in the NCAA tournament in 2016. And 2015, Virginia barely had to do a play-in game just to get into the ACC tournament. And they ended up going in and winning the national championship. So the conference has always been good there. But like you said, Joe, it might it might be as good as it's been in a long time in terms of the, the higher teams in the, in the rankings. Let me bounce back a couple of days. Uh, Three-game sweep against Virginia. Cavaliers came in red hot. Great hitting ball club. Led the nation in hitting uh, some really good-looking uh, ball players. Uh, you took three from them. You had about everything that you needed in that series. Pretty good starting pitching. Then the bullpen in the Saturday and Sunday's games came through for you. Timely hitting, big hits. Uh, take us through the series because it was a whale of a series with with great crowds again, but a uh, very emotional series as well. Well, it, it was, and you know, going into the series, you know, I was as a coach, you're always concerned, but you know, the matchups, you're always looking at matchups, and they had three lefty starters, which you don't see often. And really, to tell you the truth, we haven't seen a lot of uh, lefties. Um, coming at us this year seen a few but it's been sporadic so and we're a little lefty left-handed top heavy in our lineup so it was going to be a challenge and i thought our hitters did an excellent job really good job coaches lopes coach lopes and all our coaches preparing our guys did a great job and so going into it you know right out of the gate carson Palmquest is probably oh gosh he was close to 60 pitches 55 pitches in the first two innings and I'm thinking, my goodness, we're going to have to go to our bullpen really early on a Friday, which is not what you want to do early in the series, having a wear, wear on your bullpen. But fortunately, innings three, four, five, and six, he was able to minimize and be more efficient. He gave us six innings, which was huge. And so, to me, that was that was the key factor there. And, of course, we swung the bat well and thought we did a good job with their starters. Um and then, uh, of course, we went to the guys at the end of the bullpen that got it done in Saturday's game and Sunday, similar on the starting end of the pitchers, where both pitchers didn't get out of the fifth inning. So, again, Carson Pomquist being able to go six and not four or five, I think helped us because it freed up some more guys in the pen that did have to throw on Saturday and Sunday coming in starting in the fifth. And, of course, it came down to the wire on Saturday um Sunday I was really pleased to see us kind of put it away you know we, we we swung the bat well and put up a big number there where you know we kind of you know made a statement maybe a little bit there uh, finishing them off because those those last games are tough it's really hard to sweep and to finish them off like that I think says a lot about our team is Andrew Walters 
a human being. I mean, this guy, <laughs> 37 strikeouts, two walks. I haven't seen a guy at the college level like this mow people down uh, as smoothly because he looks so smooth when he's on the mound. Is he human? Well, he is. I think he is. And uh, But last night, he hit 99 miles an hour, which he hasn't done this year. He's, he's usually 95, 96, and hitting some 97s. He was 96, 97, 98, and I believe he hit 99 a couple times, two or three times maybe. And um, that that's amazing, and he's doing it. You know, he's basically been successful in dominating with one pitch, his fastball. I kept saying, and once he gets his off speed, because he's got a really, really good uh, breaking ball. Um, it's just he doesn't have to throw it very often, so that makes it a little harder to have command of it. But when he does have command of it, oh, my gosh. I mean, I just can't imagine how dominant, even more dominant he can be. But he's um, – I mean, it's, it makes the coach look really, really good when you can just turn to that guy. And, and let them go finish the games off. It, it, it makes you look good. I remember Coach Moore saying that many a times because we've had some great closers over the years going way back. And uh, being able to turn to that guy to come in close. He's, only come, he's coming in when the game's close. He's not coming in when it's out of reach. So it's the pressure's on, the ball's in his hand, and normally he's getting it done. It makes you look good. Palm course, we probably talk about this all the time. Uh, being a starter, but now he's factored in seven of the eight games. So he's having a real effect or a real impact as a starter. He is, and he's been, again, he's kind of dominant like he was as a closer, and it's different now, you know, and again, he's got to go through the lineup more more than one time, obviously. He's going through the lineup basically on average probably about three times, and he's got to throw more more pitches, more off-speed pitches, and he's got to throw more pitches in general and have more stamina, and those were things I was concerned about, but he's done an excellent job, Joe, excellent job, and of course, you know, he started out the season as our number two, but, you know, pretty quickly he ended up being the Friday guy, and it's a great tone setter to the series when you can have a guy like that that's going in and, you know, he's striking out a lot of guys. Not a lot of balls are being put in play, and if they are, they're not being put in play really well. Um, and so, you know, he's uh, it, it really helps to have a guy like that that can come in and set the tone for the series because that first one's always big. You you want to win that first game of the series, and he gives us a great chance of doing that each time he goes out on the mound. Well, you've had great balance in your lineup. You've had to fill some spots because of injuries and stuff. Uh, Yo-Yo Morales is going to be on the show. He's having a tremendous season, 333, seven homers, 30 RBIs, and probably playing a better third base than most people thought. Yes, and, and, and it, I've, I've always felt confident in him playing defense. He, he actually had a few hiccups last night, but he's been playing well. He makes he can make some really outstanding plays. Uh, the key is making the, the routine plays that you got to make. But uh, Yo-Yo's arguably as talented a kid as there is in the country certainly playing that position. That's why I think he'll be a very, very, very high pick next year. And um, what's maybe even better about him is his character and how he's stepped up as a leader this year. He's one of our captains. I know a lot of players look up to him and respect him. And certainly um, that's a very, very important role for our club. It's something maybe we've lacked the last few years. Um, And he gives us that, along with other guys too. But since we're talking about him, he's been – He's one of our true leaders of the team. 
Hurricanes are 27 and 6, ranked number 2 in the country, 13 and 2 in conference play. Virginia Tech is coming up next inside the conference, a weekend series in Blacksburg. We'll have more with University of Miami head coach Gino Damari right after this. Back on the Hurricane Hotline with University of Miami head coach Gino Damari, the Hurricanes baseball team streaking 14 in a row for Miami and will play Virginia Tech this weekend. Uh, these Hokies, I mentioned four teams uh, in the top 10. Virginia Tech is just outside the top 20. They're ranked 21st in the country, and uh, they gave you a devil of a time a year ago. They did. You know, we. I think we, if I'm not mistaken, on opening night, uh, Alejandro Rosario shut them out. I think we won three to nothing, but they came back and beat us on Saturday. And we had them beat on Sunday late. We had them beat going into the seventh inning. And uh, they, they're a scrappy team. Uh, their coach does a good job. Very tough kids. They never quit. And they, they battled in that game and, and ended up beating us, which is something we normally don't let happen late in games. And, uh, of course, we haven't this year. And hopefully that continues. But, um they got a lot of players back from last year. They were one of the hotter teams in the country last year, and then they fell off at the end of the season. I'm sure their coaches preaching that that's something they don't want to see this year. They've got it going right now. They've won uh, a number of series in a row. And, um, you know, they got a very potent offense and uh, playing in their park. And I'm sure with the elements, um, the weather is probably going to be a little cooler than what we're normally used to, but hopefully it won't be too bad. And, uh, but whatever it is, we got to be ready to play in it. And um, it's going to be a big, big test for us, especially, you know, coming off what we've uh, played, you know, the last few weekends. I don't know about their ballpark. I know they, uh, uh, they, they remodeled it or uh, I got a new ballpark a couple of years ago, but they're playing well in it and playing well to it at 16 and three and four guys with double digit home run numbers. Yeah, it, well, they play on turf and up in that weather. That's normal. A lot of the schools they do play on turf, but I don't think that's what their their mojo is. They got some power you just mentioned, and I I do believe the ball. I don't know how it's going to carry. I'm not sure with the wind and everything this weekend, but the ball normally does carry pretty well out of that ballpark. So they play to that advantage. I'm sure they recruit to their ballpark, and that's why you see the record the way they do. And that's why we we've got a great challenge and a great opportunity in front of us. Seven guys in their lineup, Gino, over 300. Two guys hitting over 400. This guy, Jack Hurley, been around for a while with uh, 10 dingers and 34 runs driven in. Kate Hunter's been around for a while, 41 RBIs. So uh, this this will test your pitching, I would imagine. But as we've talked about in the first segment, pitching has been a real strength for you, especially the bullpen. It has. It's been a lot of guys. It's not just the rotation, and it's been it's been and not just uh, Walters and Gage Zeal, but it's been a lot of those guys in the middle. Um, you know, the Alex McFarlands, the Jordan Doubleys, the Anthony Aguayas, uh of course Alejandro Torres, Ronald Ronnie Gallo, and uh, of course Ray Schlesinger and J.P. Gates. All those guys have contributed. I mean, last night we went to about four or five of them last night that held the held the league because it was six to two there and then we had to bring in some guys before we got to walters i think it was three guys that um three or four guys and so we were able to hold them off and, and come back and win the game and that's what it's going to take joe that's why i said earlier the thing that probably is best sums up how we're playing we're playing as a team and that's what it's going to take if you're going to win this whole thing um 
you're going to have to do it with a, a lot of guys. It can't be just a few guys. I did not mention yet, but I should, Ligon and Rosario, in particular Ligon, uh, pitching on Saturday. The stage has not been too big for him. And then uh, you've done a nice job getting Rosario back and, and pitching at a very competitive level. Yeah, both Ligon and Rosario are going to be huge key factors for us. And, and Ligon has pitched. I mean, he was leading the, ER, uh, the ACC and ERA before his last outing. And he was thrown excellent in his last outing against Virginia. And then it kind of fell off, fell apart on him there uh, after, I think, the first three innings because he was one up, you know, three up, three down in the first two, three innings. And then it kind of opened up a little bit on had a few walks and hit a guy. And we ended up having to take him out in the fifth. But he's been great. He's been great. And then, of course, Alejandro, who I think is one of the more talented pitchers ever to come through here. And we just got to get him right. He's if, if we can, and he's our Sunday guy thrown on Sunday, I can't imagine too many guys in the country that can match up with his ability on Sunday. And uh, I have a lot of confidence in Alejandro. Um, we just need him to have confidence in himself and just and then pitch and just pitch and not worry about you know, missing a spot or getting a bad call uh, against them, go against them, or a ball that a ground ball that you know, a chopper that you know, end up guy gets a hit. Um, that's just something he needs to learn to be able to handle. And, and as as soon as he does, it's going to be better for him and for our ball club. Um, does he fall into that category of he's a young guy, second year player, probably came pretty easy for him at the high school level? You got to you're going to struggle a little bit more at the college level, whether you're a pitcher or a hitter, you just got to fight through it. Is Does he fall into that category of uh, perhaps um, maturing and understanding, keeping his emotions in check? And then, as you said, maybe figuring out how good he can be. Uh, he does. He falls right into that category. And um, he's very tough on himself. I mean, he you know, he'll throw a bullpen, and if he throws one pitch, you know, a couple inches out of from where he expected to throw it, he gets down on himself. And so uh, I know he has high expectations, but he's got to learn to control that. And, and maturity is a big part of it. And Alejandro's a super kid, but he's a super, super competitor. All those things are great. But at the end of the day, you got to make sure you keep your emotions in check. As a pitcher, you want to try to stay balanced. You can't get too hyped up, and you don't want to certainly get too low. And that's what we need from him to just keep himself under control and stay in the moment. Uh, you're gonna, if you're gonna pitch in this sport, you are going to face adversity, hitters and pitchers. The sport throws a lot at you, and you've got to be willing to able to handle it. And he can, and he will. He's just he's going through a learning phase right here because things things didn't go so well for him early on, and so he's having to try to deal with it. And so. But we as a staff, myself and J.D., our coaches, players, I guarantee if you if you pulled every one of them, they would all tell you that they feel like he's as talented a guy as they've seen throw against them in the inner squads as good as anybody has thrown against them. They would probably say it's him, and they have as much confidence in him as anybody. And um, and and so he needs to he needs to know that, and he he needs to show that when he pitches on the mound. Gino Damari is our guest talking University of Miami baseball. Uh, for a moment, can we go uh, big picture in college baseball for a second? We talked about the ACC with four teams inside the top ten. The team that was ranked number one lost last night, Tennessee. So now they're thirty-one and two. What are they? The Los Angeles Dodgers? <laughs> I don't know, but that's impressive. 
and even more impressive, I think they're undefeated in their conference. Or, yeah, they have to be. They only lost yeah. two games. I guess one was to Texas and the other's to Tennessee Tech. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's impressive. Uh, I guess all I'll say is this. I uh, I mean, you got to give them a lot of credit. That, that, that doesn't come around very often. But having said that, the most important poll is going to be the last one, not the one right now. And so as good as they're playing, I'm sure their coach would say, well, you, you want to be playing like that at the end of the season, and that's hard to keep up throughout the entire year. But they're very talented, and of course, I wouldn't be surprised if they're in Omaha making a run at it. But um, you know, I've seen teams over the years that catch, catch hot early and then kind of fade off at the end, and vice versa. And um, you know, bottom line is you just want to continue for us. I know to keep getting better and better, so that we are at the end of the season playing our best baseball. And that's all we can. That's all we can control. We can't control anything else. But um, yeah, I mean, I that's impressive. What Tennessee's doing, absolutely impressive. I think they got knocked out last year, either in the super regional or the regional. But uh, no, 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 they got to the World Series. Oh, they, they beat LSU. Yeah, they beat okay. LSU at their place in the super regional. Yeah, that's right. Um, you have some of the normal uh, cast of characters: Texas, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech. So the Big Twelve kind of getting represented inside the top 20 this year. Some of those uh, SEC teams, maybe they're beating up on each other, but they're outside the top 20. It looks like you know college baseball is kind of spreading across the country to uh, maybe more teams, more parity. I don't know, Southern Miss is in there. You got UCLA uh, bouncing back inside the top 15. Dallas Baptist always seems to pop in. I don't think anybody knows anything about them. Uh, but do you see more parity in college baseball? Oh, absolutely, and that's been that's been coming on for quite some time, and um, and in, and of course you're seeing it now, maybe more than ever. Each year, probably just increases. There's more and more teams out there that do, uh, that are uh, you know competing at a high level. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you know athletic programs are putting a lot, investing a lot into their sports, and baseball being one of them, and so. Um, you know, you're going to see a lot more teams that are going to be making runs. You're going to see your teams that you mentioned, the, 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 the normal ones, maybe that they're popular ones that have been there before, but you're going to see some other teams that are coming up that maybe aren't on the, the, the mainstream of, uh, the past, but we in college baseball know that there are a number of programs that are very, very competitive that maybe you haven't heard of, like you mentioned, one being Dallas Baptist, but there's a number of them. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that's, and that's good for base. That's good for college baseball. I mean, I think that's great, more parity, more competition. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I think that's good for everybody. I want to ask you this, a twist. I, I heard you on Packer and Durham on the ACC network. Good job, by the way. Uh, you look very, you look very good on television, um, and they asked you about the transfer portal, uh, how that's affecting recruiting. And the, the, w- there's one other twist to to recruiting in college baseball uh, that maybe you can discuss with us. And college baseball has been dealing with the transfer portal, as they accurately pointed out. Uh, but the other thing that you guys deal with at your in, in college baseball is not only transfers and recruiting high school players. But how do you manage now um, scouting the transfer portal? And I'm going to mention high school players, but high school players fall into travel ball as well. And so you got to kind of follow their, their travel leagues, right? 
Well, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> the combination you're asking about the high, recruiting or normal recruiting of high school kids, which we do throughout the year, and those are the ones you're aware of. Obviously, they're out there, and you're recruiting the high school guys. And a lot of our recruiting, it's all year round, but a lot of it during our spring, it's hard to get out and watch teams, uh, players play, although Coach Lopez has been on the road and missed a game or two here and there. And, and you know, he's, he's he leaves any days that we have off. He's, he's out traveling and looking at players. But very hard to go around the country during the season so a lot of it is spent in the summertime watching the high school guys the fall we still watch high school guys watch a lot of juco transfers you gotta throw those in there junior college guys that's a lot of the recruiting is done in the fall for that the portal is more in the summertime albeit there might be some guys occasionally that pop into the portal during the season that maybe for some reason have come off a team um, during the season, which is usually not good. That's probably a red flag. But but typically, Joe, it's at the end of the season. It's a mad rush to see, all right, who's transferring? And uh, you got all these big rosters right now because of the COVID extension uh, to it. And you've got a lot of guys with extra years because of the COVID getting an extra year of eligibility there's just a lot of movement. I think it'll come down once this COVID, uh, you know, extension is 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 lifted and gone, and the rosters come down. But it's still going to be, it's still going to be there, and there'll still be kids transferring. But but it's really crazy right now. So at the end of the season, we, we you, you you get on the portal and you start looking when teams seasons are ending, whether it's regular season or tournament season or you know however far the teams go. You start seeing guys go to the portal, and you got to be on it, and you got to watch it, and then you're looking for your needs. And of course, a lot of these players you might know of because they're playing in D1 baseball, so you've seen them or you've heard of them, and uh, you start getting on the phones and you start watching the video and breaking them down and um, trying to find the right guys. And so we've been fortunate we were able to do that, and we've got a handful of them. I know I mentioned Burke and uh, and Romero, but uh, Ronnie Gallo is another one, and Alejandro Torres, our bullpen guys. Matt Radalunas is another one. Uh, so they'll, those, those five guys right there that we have that have played all major roles for our team that we got through the portal. So it, it is, it's a different dynamic. It's a small window. You've got to really be quick on it because when those guys come up publicly on the portal, everybody sees it, and you got to make sure you get in there quickly and um, and it's you're recruiting these kids. You're it's uh, you're recruiting high school guys. You're recruiting JUCO guys. You're recruiting these portal guys. And don't forget, oh by the way, the draft. Yeah. You're trying to obviously uh, recruit against that, making sure you're getting guys that don't sign that uh, end up showing up. Because you know, I've, for many years, and that was something that we've done a better job of. We signed a lot of great players that never showed up on campus. Well, that doesn't do us any good. So the key is also getting guys that you, you feel good about. You never know for sure, but you feel good about that they're, they're going to show up on campus. It's very important. All right, the Hurricanes, a big weekend series coming up Thursday, Friday, Saturday against Virginia Tech. Gino Damari has been our guest. Canes are playing great. They've won 14 in a row. Gino, thank you so much for being with us. The very best of luck uh, this weekend against Virginia Tech. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me. That's Hurricanes head coach Gino Damari. We'll continue on the show right after this. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.